you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's Courtney here. This month on Her Portion, we're diving into the topic of peace, and this has been a good one. And as I'm sitting in my dining room slash recording studio in the early morning, the sun isn't up all the way. It's cold. The Christmas trees are lit. My coffee is the perfect temperature. The kiddos are all still sleeping. This seems like the perfect definition of peace, but there's an even better way of peace. Did you know in the Bible in 1 John 5, 13, it says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Did you know that you can know where you'll spend eternity? One of the reasons the Bible was written so that you could know. You don't have to hope you'll go to heaven. You don't have to wish or worry. You can know. Now that is peace. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. When I searched the word peace on my Bible app, there were 420 entries. Peace is an amazing word. And there are quite a few different uses for the word. So I grew up competing in pageants, and the big cliche, the big joke, the answer to every question is always world peace, right? (laughs) That's the thing, though. The world is always looking for peace, but I hate to break it to you. There will never be peace until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. Jesus said in John 16, 33, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world... You shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus also says in Matthew 10, 34, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. The world doesn't have peace. The world has problems. If you're looking for peace in worldly treasures, if you're looking for peace in worldly ideals, if you are looking for peace in anything this world has to offer, you are looking in the wrong place. Peace comes from Jesus. Jesus is peace. That's where we will find peace, in Jesus. If you're out there searching, if there's something you feel like you're missing, if you don't have peace, then how about go to Jesus? There was a man in the New Testament in Luke 2. His name was Simeon. And the Holy Spirit told him he wouldn't die until he saw the Lord's Christ. So when Mary and Joseph took Jesus into the temple, the Holy Spirit also brought Simeon to the temple. And when he saw Jesus, Luke 2, 29 through 32 say, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Simeon used that word peace in verse 29, and that word peace there means the tranquil state of the soul assured of its salvation through Christ and so fearing nothing from God and content with its earthly lot of whatsoever sort that is. And that's the same word for peace that was used in John 16, 33 that I read a second ago. In Jesus is where we find our peace. And Simeon knew the way that leads to that peace. In verse 29, Simeon says, Let thou servant depart in peace according to thy word. In verse 30, he says, For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Simeon had seen salvation. Is salvation something you can see? 
Yes, because salvation is a person. Salvation is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is salvation and salvation is in Jesus Christ. If you want peace in this wicked world, find salvation, find Jesus. Ephesians 2.14 tells us he is our peace and that he there is Jesus. Jesus is our peace. Simeon goes on to say in verse 31, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Salvation isn't just for some and not others. Salvation isn't just for the rich or just for the good looking or the perfect. Salvation has come before all people. After Simeon saw God's salvation, after Simeon saw Jesus, he was ready for death. Are you ready to depart in peace like Simeon was? Warren Wiersbe said, The word depart in the Greek has several meanings, and each of them tells us something about the death of a Christian. It means to release a prisoner, to untie a ship and set sail, to take down a tent and to unyoke a beast of burden. God's people are not afraid of death because it only frees us from the burden of this life and leads us into the blessings of the next life. So if you depart today, will it be in peace? Can you honestly say that you are ready to die? Will your departure be peaceful? You know, your life here on earth can be peaceful too. Romans 8, 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Peace is one of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, In Ephesians 6, when Paul's teaching on the whole armor of God in verse 15, he says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The gospel is what brings peace. Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So then your next question to me might be, well, what is the gospel? Well, Paul defines it in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 5. This is what he says. He says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that... Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. The word gospel that Paul uses there in verse 1, it means a good message, the good news. It's the good news of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds in the field in Luke 2.10, it says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. The term there in that verse, good tidings, it means to announce good news, to declare. And the Thayer's Dictionary defines it like this. In the New Testament, used especially of the glad tidings of the coming kingdom of God and of the salvation to be obtained in it through Christ and of what relates to this salvation. Isn't that amazing? When the angel came to announce the birth of Jesus, he was coming to share the good news to all people, it said. For the Savior to die, be buried, and then resurrected, he first had to be born. The plan was set in motion on Christmas night. The plan for salvation, the plan for peace. Friends, if you aren't saved and you've searched everywhere for that peace, send me a message. I would love to show you from the Bible how to be saved, how to accept the free gift of salvation from Jesus Christ. There are no strings attached. It is literally a free gift you only have to accept. But if you are saved 
and you don't have peace, I want to read you this verse from Galatians 5.1. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The yoke symbolizes slavery, service, and someone else having control over your life. The farmer would use the yoke on his oxen because they wouldn't willingly yield to him otherwise. So who's in control of your life? Is it you? Is it God? Is it the flesh? Is it the spirit? As Christians, we can have peace on this earth. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. And remember Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And I'll leave you with Colossians 3, 2. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.